0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Daily Confidence for Entrepreneurs. My name is Mustafa Hosseini, your host, and today I have an amazing guest, Jackie Lappin. Welcome, Jackie.
1: Mustafa. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me.
0: It is great to have you. So today we are going to talk about how to get booked on radio shows, podcasts, and telesummits. And a lot of uh, business owners and entrepreneurs, um, I guess, have issues about that and have questions about that. And they're not very confident at approaching the radio shows, uh, you know, podcasts and summits. So we're going to dig into that. And Jackie is going to share her experience on that whole piece and process is done for your business. And hopefully by the end of this show, you'll be a lot more confident in doing that. Now, before we get us started, let me give you uh, a bio for jackie so you know who jackie is and we'll get right into it jackie lapin is a is a, a is a leader in helping leaders authors coaches speakers and messengers connect with their uh, next followers around the globe for the past 10 years her internationally acclaimed conscious media relations has been provided providing radio and podcast media tours and speaking engagements to support the growth and revenue of change makers her clients have included Don Miguel Ruiz, Dr. Joe Vitale, James, James Twyman, Dennis Lynn, Ariel Ford, Hay House, and more. Today, she provides resources and guidance through her speaker tunity programs, tip, tip sheets, and regional directories that get changemakers booked for speaking engagements, radio shows, podcasts, and virtual summits across North America. Jackie has personally booked more than Please hear this, 10,000 interviews and speaking engagements over the past years. Welcome, Jackie.
1: I'm thrilled to be here, Mustafa. We've got lots of fun things to talk about today.
0: Oh, yeah. This is going to be an interesting conversation because a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs um, would love and like to get that exposure through media, but I guess they just don't know um, how to go about it. And they probably lack the confidence in doing it. So hopefully what we're going to talk about today will give you um, a ton of confidence and the how-to knowledge on how to do it. And uh, later we're going to talk about how Jackie can serve and support you on getting into these shows and get exposure. So Jackie, what is your story?
1: So I started out as an 11-year-old girl who decided that I wanted to be a sports writer when there were no women sports writers in the company, in the country. So I pursued it diligently, and at 20, I was at the Detroit Free Press, 21, I was at the um, at the Associated Press and the front pages of the Los Angeles Times. And at 22, I was at the Washington Post. Um, from there, I segued into having one of the largest sports special events, cable TV PR agencies in America, the only one female of those that were in, in my business, and, uh, um, and ended up with an incredible world-class client list. You would recognize all the National Hockey League, the Golf Channel, um, Showtime, uh, top-ranked box, boxing, uh, the Los Angeles Marathon and Avon and all kinds of other companies. Um, and uh, from there, I went on to launch the worldwide poker phenomenon with the World Poker Tour and also um, Mazda rev it up in 15 markets. Oh yeah, and I was Toyota Motorsports PR agency for almost 15 years. So all of those things were really exciting and very much fun. But then I wrote two books in personal growth, the Art of Conscious Creation and Practical Conscious Creation, uh, Daily Techniques to Manifest Your Desires. And I was moved to write those. You know, something inside of me directed me to do that. And I am thrilled to say that the second book with the best spiritual book of the year at the International New Age Trade Show. But when I had done that, I started to build radio lists to promote my own books. And I was the first person to actually combine broadcast radio with at that time, which was just internet radio. And I came up with almost a list of 750 radio shows. And I'm thinking to myself, well, if I can book myself on these, then this could be useful to other people. And so by that time, I really felt that the media had changed. It was harder. It was moving to social media. I didn't want to do mainstream media. I I had discovered this audience of um, media that really wanted to know about personal growth, expansion, all of that, and they were hungry for it. So I said, why not just feed this audience? And my heart was really with the people of the world who were making a difference. So I rebranded as Conscious Media Relations, and I focused all of my time and energy on that, and we built up the company. Um, it's, uh, now we've done more than 200 radio podcast tours where we introduce authors to 9,000 radio shows and podcasts and guarantee about 30 interviews when we do that. But in doing that, we really, really f- felt that, you know, this was a great thing for people who could afford it, but other people kept saying to me, well, you know, I want to get on more speaking engagements. I want more radio shows, et cetera. And they didn't want to have to pay somebody else to do it. So we created something called speaker tunity. And Tunity is where we provide leads for leaders themselves in speaking and radio shows and podcasts and virtual summits. They can just go out and get them. You know, we'll tell you where we'll give you the contacts and you could do it yourself. So that's the journey of how we got to where we are now. But I, I'm you know, I'm my mission in life is to help people get booked and to help the messengers of the world get in front of more audience so they can grow their businesses quicker, change more lives, and contribute to a better world.
0: Got it. Got it. That's an That's interesting, interesting story, story that you got. It. You got it. Um, um, So what does someone need in place to get us started? What do they have to have to get us started with this whole process of getting booked?
1: So let's talk initially about radio shows and podcasts. And, and what the tool that you're going to need most, um, well, the first is you need a great angle. What's the what are we gonna focus this interview on that's going to get the host to say yes. And it really needs to pop for them. Um, and it could be related to the mission that you have in the world. It could be related to uh, something timely, um like what's going on in the world. Certainly right now, we're looking at the whole issue of race. Um, you know, me too was before that, climate change. Um, or COVID, uh, all of these things, but you know, you could, and and there might be just a mental health week or whatever it is, whatever you can find that is timely, that's serving the need of the greater community of the kinds of shows that you're on, Um, you know, and you all, there's always a great human interest story. If you have a great human interest story, you can tell that and get people interested. So those are kind of some of the hooks that you can use. So, no, decide. I know, of course, launching a book is a great one. That's always a good, good hook. So, if you've got any one of those kinds of hooks, then you're going to structure what you call a pitch letter, and a pitch letter really is the key to getting the person, the booker, to say yes. Now, it doesn't need to be too much, terribly long. But it needs to really accentuate why it's important. And we can come back and talk more about that. But that's, that's really a critical factor. The next thing that you really need to have is a media kit. Now, you don't send this to the hosts until they say they want you on and you're booked. But the real value of a media kit is it's going to help the hosts sell you. It's going to make them knowledgeable about you and it forestalls all of the questions that the host is normally going to ask you. Well, can you have me, can you get me this? Can you get me this? Can you get me this? So let me talk a little bit about what goes into that media kit. Okay. The first piece is a release on what you're talking about. So when I'm actually doing a radio podcast or what I do is I take that subject matter that we pitch, now in other words, your pitch letter, and I recreate that into a press release. But you can do any kind of a press release as it's regarding the topic that you're going to be talking on. The next one will be your full bio, so that everybody can see um, exactly they want. I want the, you. You want the host to really know who you are to get a real sense of you. Um, so don't just short short shrift that. Then the second, the, la- the third piece you want is a on-air introduction that's only four to five paragraphs. It's what they read when they introduce you, just like you kindly did when you introduced me. So, they, so that the audience is hearing the words you created, not them extrapolating. The next thing you need to have are 20 questions. In today's world, the majority of podcasts and even radio shows have gone to a longer format you're looking at between 30 and 20 and 60 minutes for the interview. So you have to have enough questions. So we say 20 questions in the order that you want to be asked them. Then the last element of the media kit when we do it is called the learn more page. And this is how the public can engage with you. So, and we put it in bullet points. So it would be, if you have a book, if you have a free option opt-in, If you have a coaching program, if you have an e-course, if you have a mastermind, whatever you are bringing to the world that you want people to enroll in, you put the link there. And then the last thing are your social media links because all the hosts want your social media links. So all of that is wrapped up into a nice graphically beautiful media kit. And it doesn't need to be, you know, professionally designed. You can just take a little logo and put at the top of each of those sections so that it separates each one. And you've got a great media kit that will be something that drives the interviews. And let me tell you one more thing about the questions. And this is really, really important. And there's two aspects of this. One, your questions should be a roadmap of where you want to take the listener. What it is that you want them to know that's Mm -hmm. going to get them engaged with you in whatever it is that you're offering. The next thing, and this is particularly for people who are a little intimidated about the process and they're concerned about putting themselves out there and that they might get really surprised. Well, the first thing is 95% of the radio show hosts or podcast, or even the virtual summit hosts are going to use your, your 20 questions. So before you actually do the interviews, and you don't send these to the host, but before you do the interviews, go and write out all the answers, so that you, and you shouldn't read these, but you'll know what you want to cover in each of those categories, Mm -hmm. you'll have an idea, you'll keep it concise, you won't go wandering off, but this will give you the confidence to know, oh, I'm going to address this here, and I'm going to address this here, I'm going to, it's not often you're gonna get a question out of thin air that they're gonna come up with and, and, and surprise you with, which that's fine, but at least you've got the rest of the questions, you know where you're going. And I absolutely will tell you the more you do it by the third or fourth interview, you're gonna be so comfortable sitting in that chair because you know what's coming, you know how to answer it, you've done it before. And while it not doesn't become rote because it should be different and fresh with everybody, you don't have to worry. You don't have to have the butterflies because you got this.
0: I love that tip about answering your own questions beforehand and practicing it. Um, I've done that myself. That actually saved me a lot of uh, a lot of uncertainty. And it made me more confident when I was going. I'm like, I had all the answers. And I'm like, that's, exa- like, that's exactly how it should be done. Uh, to you know, because I think one one thing is as you're about to go live on the show, um, sometimes you forget all your answers, especially in the beginning when you're starting. And as we're talking about becoming more confident about this whole process, like one thing that I did was I had all the questions and all my uh, answers and bullet points in front of me on a Word document, so when we were talking, I was looking at my answers that so that I don't if there was like this one specific thing that I did want to mention during the, uh, my responses that I don't forget about it, you know? Because you don't get to go on that show twice. I mean, in within a, a short period. Yes, you may show up a few times throughout the year, but once it's gone, once it's air, aired and it's live, you can't go back and change your answers. So that was a great tip on that. Great tip. Thank um, you. So how do we to go about making ourselves uh, more relevant to the booker or the host and how, how does that work?
1: Well, there's two things that are really important. One, you actually pick the kinds of shows that are in alignment with your mission. Don't go pitching yourself to things that are way out there and fr- so far away from the subject matter that you're actually trying to push just because it's a big show. And don't go pitching yourself to giant shows when you're still a beginner, you know, and just making your way because you're going to get lots of rejections and that's going to diminish your confidence. You want your confidence strong. So you really, really, really want to be focusing on the low hanging fruit the people that are really, really gonna want you. So that's going the first thing. So make your topic relevant to the show host, but make sure you've got the right topic. The second thing, and this is really, really, really important. And this is also part of your pitch letter um, theming. Every host wants to know, how are you going to improve the lives of my listeners or my viewers? Keep in mind that today a podcast can also be a video cast. Kind of like what we're doing right here so um and that reminds me of one other subject don't ever go into a, a show not knowing if it's an audio or a video because you could show up in your pajamas and get surprised
0: <laughs> exactly oh yeah yeah absolutely especially so, in this day and age <laughs>
1: Yeah. exactly so back to the subject so you know, if there's this wonderful radio station, WIIFM, what's in it for me? You have to be able to tell the host what's in it for their audience. If you can identify a problem, an issue that this audience is struggling with, that is the A number one way you're going to get booked on this show. And you make it very clear in your headline, in your lead paragraph, in ho- in however you're presenting yourself to this host. So that is your number one tip for getting booked on a show.
0: Okay. So I guess, so uh, people might think that blasting an entire list of all sorts of, um, what you might call it, uh, shows and podcasts might be a good idea is that a good idea
1: it depends on where you are in your evolution and okay. if you've selected well not of course we do that to 9000 but we've also accrued a list that we know are specifically interested in improving one's life one's business or the planet if you're going to do and build a very definitive list of the kinds of shows that are right for you and you can personalize that email, you can blast. But if you really, really want to be sure to get booked, then instead do them one at a time, put the host name in the subject line and in the salutation. That really shows them that that it is directly for them. And here's another little hit about that subject line. You want to put the words guest for your show in that subject line, because that separates it from all the other spam that these hosts are going to see. So okay. when we write it. We write guest for your show. And then I the, the subject line may, may or may not even mention the name of the person. But what it does say is what's the benefit? What's the mm-hmm. outcome? What's the what's in it for me? And that is what usually gets people to open that email.
0: Okay. Love it. I'm just going to actually put this in our comments on the, on our social media. So to mention their host's name and, sh- and also say that, uh, what was that second one?
1: Um, guest for your show.
0: Guest for your show.
1: Colon. And then the subject matter.
0: Got it. Guest for your show and subject matter now for those of you that are watching join us later we're talking about how to get booked on radio shows podcasts and summits around the world and in north america specifically So that was a great tip to uh mention the host name and and mention that this is guest for your show in the subject line and i'm going to put this as a comment now gang if you have joined us later and if you have any questions put your questions in as a comment here and i'll bring it up and we're going to ask Jackie, who is an expert at this whole getting on a radio show, podcast show, or, um, summits in North America. That's, um, uh, that is excellent. Now, um, what are the elements that we should include in our pitch letter?
1: So the pitch letters needs to have certain factors in that, that will be, so it make it, it, it make it a potent. The first thing is it needs a really compelling lead paragraph and that lead paragraph may address, for example, the, um, you know, this, this what's in it for me, it might tell a little bit of your human interest story. It might uh, be a question that opens the door to what problem there is in the world or what the, you know, what, what is uh, that's shocking or exciting or different. And then you can talk about how you've solved or you've addressed that issue. Um, So it needs to really hook them in with that lead paragraph. The next one, and and, and should should in there somehow address the problem and the reason why you should be on this interview. The second part of that is sort of more the body. And that's a little bit about who you are, why you're the expert that you are, Saying that you're the author of a book is a really quick way to get into that, um, but it might be your, you know, some kind of credentials, some kinds of experience, some kinds of clients that you've served. I mean, if you've served celebrity clients, um, you know, if you, you know, if you've made a, had a awards, whatever it is, you don't want to do it too long, but you want well, sort of one paragraph about why you. Um, then the next section of of the letter should really about be more about what you're delivering. So you want to amplify more about the content. And we like to also put in bullet points, learn more points. You know, um, the audience will, your listeners will learn the following, um, or he will, he or she will address the following. And then you do bullet points about the different things that they're going to learn. So you describe what the interview is going to be. And then you go into a little bit more detail with the bullet points. And then the last the last paragraph is sort of like the, your call to action. You know, I'd love to, you know, please consider me or I'd love to be booked on your show. Um, and here's how to contact me. Uh, so that and I'll give you one other tip. If you have endorsements from people who are famous. Now, not everybody has this. But if you have testimonials from from well-known people, then you put it in a little box at the bottom of the email after your signature. Don't clutter the letter with it unless it's super fantastic. Um, But just put it in the box at the end so that they can see that you've got the endorsement of some people who are very big.
0: Got it. So you you basically apply to get on their show. You give them your pitch letter or your... um... And you said that you do not give them your media kit first. Once they no. said that they, once they said yes, then you will send them your media kit.
1: Usually, yes, and um, and a lot, a lot of times you send it when you're doing the booking. So right. when they say to you, "I want you on the show on Thursday at you know two o'clock," when you confirm that back, and by the way, always confirm the calling details, not just oh. if they if they say to you it's going to be. You know, on, um, on this time, and you're going to call into this number when you're confirming it, rabbit that back to them.
0: So your media kit is not your pitch letter.
1: No, no. Now your pitch letter could be repurposed as the lead release in your media kit, but they are two separate things. Your pitch letter gets the door, gets them to open the door and say yes to you and offer you an opportunity. The, co- the media kit is the confirmation of saying, thank you for the interview. This is the information you will need for the interview. Got it. Okay. And, you, and a lot of times I want to photograph as well.
0: Right. So you would have your headshot in there. Should it be a square or rectangular or vertical? How should that be?
1: Well, you want What's to photograph you want to decorate your media kit with your picture but when you're sending it to them for use with for promotion you have to send them a separate jpeg and that should be a square A jpeg yeah you send got it. everybody wants a jpeg don't send them pngs don't send them pdfs for your image you need a jpeg
0: got it okay so i i apply to john's uh, podcast the radio show and john smith gets back to me and says mustafa i love your topic we want to have you on the show then what happens? Do I send them my media kit or do I need to get on the phone with them?
1: No, you can just, well, the first question is, did they send you a date and time and details in that first email? If okay. They didn't, now you go back and you ask, oh, I'd love to be on your show. When do you have available? Mm-hmm. And then they will come back to you with the specifics and don't forget to ask, how am I going to get on the show? Um, Cause that'll like say The link and all that? Huh?
0: Like the link and all that?
1: Yes. Or if it's a link, if it's a Zoom, whether it's a phone number you need to call, whether it's a Skype. Now, a lot of interviews are, in, are still in Skype because they, they, it's better sound than phone. Uh, there's a few still in phone. Many are in Zoom. So make sure that you have Zoom ready and available. And every now and then you get one like this on StreamYard.
0: So speaking of that, yeah, yesterday I was playing with Audacity and it actually had an effect to make the podcast uh, sound like a, radio, a phone interview. I was huh. like, that's kind of cool. Maybe I should try that on one of my episodes. <laughs> <That's interesting. laughs> you know, it gives that that old kind of uh, nostalgic touch, Yeah, if you will.
1: That's funny, okay. You're ecstatic.
0: <laughs> exactly, all that static there.
1: Well, so, and some of these, and some of these also might be YouTube or Facebook Lives. So you know, there's lots of variations these days.
0: Got it. Now, gang, for those of you who have uh, joined us late, uh, later, uh, we're talking about how to get booked on uh, podcasts, radio shows, and and uh, live summits. If you have any questions about this topic, feel, feel free to post it on our live, and uh, we'll try to get to you if I actually do see the uh, questions. If not, we'll try to respond to you after the show is done on the feed of our uh, live show here. Now, now
1: one more if, thing, if yeah. I can. I want to finish the process of the booking. Okay. So, um, so they've said yes. Now, in some cases, they may say to you, if you have a book, that they want to read the book before they make a decision. And so then you may have to make a note to go back to them after three or four weeks and say, Hey, would you like to have, have me on your show and restart the process? Now, let's assume that they've given you a date and a time you're and and you said yes. In that yes email to say, okay, I've got it. I'm going to be on your show. That's when you send the media kit. Okay. And your photo. And then if they have not reached out to you, you should reach out to them a couple of days before the interview and remind them you're going to be on the show and repeat the calling details and the time and the date. This will eliminate a lot of problems and and missed opportunities if there is any issue, they're going to catch it. Oh, you, I changed the zoom link. You know, I, I need to give you a new zoom zoom link by uh-huh. reminding them of the one you have. It's going to remind them. They need to tell you that there's been a change.
0: Okay. So I'm going to put in the show notes, send the media kid after they've said yes to you being on the show.
1: Yes. Correct. Okay.
0: That's going on. Okay. Now, if we get on the phone, Um, how do we need to connect with the host on the phone or how do we pitch our idea on the phone to the host?
1: So let's assume that a host has not said yes to you. They've not responded to you at all, but you want to do a follow-up email to try to get a follow-up phone call to try to get them to say yes. Mm -hmm. So you should sit down and sort of write out your pitch into a short one paragraph pitch and kind of rehearse it again and again. Don't, you don't want to sound like it's rote and that you're reading, but you want to be able to, first of all, it's, it gives you the confidence to know that you're not going to stumble around on that email and saying, uh, what, what should I say? Oh, now that, that I got, the, got them on the phone. By having it encapsulated, you know what points you're going to make. Uh-huh. You know exactly what the highlights are. And so when you call them, you half the time are going to be talking to their voicemail anyway so you want to record this and tell them how to get back to you um and if um you get somebody like a human being don't get surprised don't get yeah. out of sorts but just tell them what you've got in your little one paragraph and say look um, i'm i'm calling to you to reach out to you because i'd like to get booked on your show here's what i'm offering and then say, um, "Is this something that would be good for your audience? Is this something that you feel would be a good fit?" And Got then it. let them chat and you know get back to you and you know respond back to you. And if it's so, then start looking at okay. So what's the date and how do I do this? And you can book that whole process over the phone without doing it by you know by email. But you need to be confident going in, and the best way to be confident is to have that paragraph already defined and ready to go when you start pitching people
0: got it and then so do these shows would you say have like a phone number or like a media person that you could call and do this pitch with
1: yes well you know that depends on where you're you know you're looking obviously if you're going to try to pitch radio shows let's say broadcast radio you can often either you call the station to connect with them if you're looking for internet radio shows, um, a lot of times the phone number is on the host's personal email or mm-hmm. show email, but podcasts are more difficult. They, If you, if you find them on any of the podcatchers, like um, um, Apple uh, Podcasts or iHeartRadio or Stitcher or Spotify, they're not going to have a phone number there. Right. They won't even have an email there. You're mm-hmm. going to have to go to the personal um, website of the host and see if you can either find find either of those. And if you can't, then you actually need to <laughs> submit your p- p- pitch um, or ask for an email on their contact form. So go sure. reach out on the contact form and that's a way to do it. But podcasts are always harder to find telephone numbers for than radio shows and internet radio shows.
0: Okay. So what are um, virtual summits and how do you get booked on them?
1: Well, a virtual summit, most people have actually been on the receiving end of where it says um, so-and-so host is going to be bringing X number of uh, experts together and come and listen to this sequence of interviews. But what it is for a leader is a great list building opportunity and sometimes opportunity to sell their product. The way it works is that one host will go out to a series of experts and say, would you like to be on my summit? And they give a theme to it. And those people that say yes, then a must fulfill the obligation of promoting it to their audiences. It's a quid pro quo, I'm giving you airtime and space, you have to promote to your audience. And the benefit is that the person who is invited on is as a guest presenter, is being given the opportunity to be exposed to thousands of other people that they would never have connected with on their own coming in from other people's communities. And then you get to offer something free in most cases, where the if it's an irresistible offer, then people will want to sign up for it and you're gonna get them on your opt-in list. Now, there are some that are also paid. And so they're co-ops with the summit host where you split revenue. So those are different kinds of summits are much fewer and and far between, but there are those kinds as well. So that's basically what a a summit is. Now, if you want to get booked on virtual summits, there are some things that you need to do. And I'm talking about how to be um, really hot on the summit circuit, because once you start getting invited, you are going to get invited again and again and again and again. I mean, I'm, I, I have to turn some of them down because, um, you know, they either aren't right for me or, you know, they're, they're, they're just not something I can fit in. But here are some of the things that you need to have to get hot on the stomach circuit. The first thing is you have to have a compelling subject that can be made to adapt to the theme. So you either can come in with your normal subject and tweak the title, tweak the subject matter to sort of slip into what the theme, the overall theme is, or you have to create something different that fits the theme of the host as offering. So it needs to be within within the umbrella theme of what the uh, host is going to offer. The next thing is you have to have a great freebie and landing page. So we talked about that irresistible freebie that's something that just is gonna get people to jump on it right away. Well, that's really something that has to be prepared in advance and it could be and should be applicable to what you're talking about. The next thing is, remember when I talked about this being a co-op, a co-prom- the thing that I hear, the biggest complaints from virtual summit host is that they give a, somebody a spot as a guest presenter and they don't do the promotion. That's a non-starter. People are going to hear like about the, it.
0: the presenter. The presenter doesn't do the promotion.
1: Exactly. Okay. Exactly. That is a non-starter. It's going to go out that you don't cooperate, that you don't support the the, the program, and you're going to stop getting invited. You need to. If you get into the game, you got to play. So you you need to send all of the promotions you've committed to.
0: Jackie, quick uh, mm-hmm. question. Alicia is asking, can Jackie give examples of great freebies?
1: Well, should we talk about the one that we're going to talk about?
0: Uh, why don't you finish off your train of thought and then we'll get into it after, Je- and then talk about freebies.
1: Okay. So um, so the next is, um, uh, okay, so a mini media kit. Now we discussed the whole big media kit, but Virtual Summits hosts don't need all of that. They need just these things, and it should be under two pages. They need a three, a, a simple description, title and description of what you're going to talk about, and mm-hmm. three to four bullet points. Yep. What yep. is so that they can? It's like the one that we use for today. Um, the second thing is um, they need um, a three, two, two, maybe two, no more than about two paragraphs in, uh, introduction maximum three introduction on your bio, that's yep. it. Um, then they need a description of your freebie and what the link is going to be for that freebie. And then they need your social media links and your website and that's it. That's just it, it's captured in what I call a mini media kit because they're going to take the content from that and they're going to use it in their promotion. This is basically an opportunity for them to cut and paste, and you need to make it simple. Don't give them a long bio because they're not going to want to go through it and and, and capture it. So that's mini media kit. The next thing is if you are doing a revenue share um, uh, program, then you obviously have to have your product. You need to be prepared to sell it. You're usually talking from $97 to maybe $297 um, and be prepared to split the revenue and either give them the information that they can sell on their page or you have a landing page for that. Um, the next thing is you want to have a good size list if at all possible. Now, not every, um, uh, uh, summit host demands a minimum list size, but the truth of the matter is the majority do. And the minimum list size they're generally looking at is 2,000, 3,000 or 5,000. So, Ramp up your lists with giveaways and other kinds of promotions um, you know lead generation Facebook ads whatever you have to do so that you are in that two to five thousand thousand dollar list range that's going to get you on more summits and then the next thing is great content you got to deliver on what you're saying you're going to deliver you got to educate people you got to make them feel like they're getting value if you do all of these things you are going to get on lots of summits and you know you want to make sure that the hosts are spreading the word and it's astonishing once you start getting on them how others will actually start inviting you
0: okay so once you have all this place which uh, i actually made a note here i'm going to post it as a comment to get on summits you got to have a compelling subject a subject that fits the theme of the host, have a great freebie and a landing page, have a mini media kit that is uh, less than two pages. And if you're doing revenue share, you got to have your product ready and all that. And then uh, that product goes between uh, 97 to 297. And you've got to have a list of anywhere from two to 5,000 people.
1: Uh, That's great content.
0: And And have great content. All right. I'm going to post it as a note. Now, Let's say that I've got all of that in place and I'm working on it. Um, how do I find these summits? What do I go about, you know, finding them?
1: Well, the first is they're probably popping up in your emails all the time. And so start looking at them and saying, oh, I want to go back to this host and say, would you, would you consider me for your next one? Another place to find them is, are you in masterminds? Are you in groups? where the people themselves may be putting on their summits. Yeah, and yeah. you can say, hey, if you're putting on any summits, I'd like to you know, support you on that. Um, and, uh, another way to do that is, um, create your own summit and start inviting your friends and they will in turn start doing the same with you. That's another thing. And then, you know, we also have a a resource called speaker to summits. That's a great way for people to come. We have the first day of every month. We give them uh, links to, uh, great summits that are coming up. So those are all great ways to find those summits. They're harder to find than radio shows um because you can't necessarily always anticipate what's coming up uh but those are ways to start opening the doors to get into that circuit
0: back to alicia's uh question about gifts i want to share the link to your gift here for those that are watching those that are watching later you could download um uh, jackie's uh gift uh, for you which is we're going to talk about it now what are some examples of gifts here that people could give away and what is your gift for people that are watching or listening.
1: So my gift is called 20 uh, factors that will tip the scale in your favor to get booked on a podcast. It's going to sure. give you a lot of the really critical things that are going to make a difference. And we've talked about some of them here, but it's a lot more. Um, okay. so, um, that's one. Um, uh, you know, I, it can be a great, some of them can be 10 tips too, or, Uh, It might be a ebook that gives them, um, you know, a secret information that they wouldn't be able to find. Um, We actually have another one that's called relevant strategy sheet. So if you're a speaker and you want to be relevant to that speaker booker, then you would go in and and just fill this form out and it tells you what to put in your pitch letter. So, you know, um, there's different kinds of tools and tips and educational kinds of the resources that will make it, th- th- that, that, that apply to what people are looking for. You know, weight loss or business or, um, you know, uh, you have to have a few that you can talk about, Mustafa. What what do you got that you love?
0: Oh, I'm in this show. I give away my checklist uh, 52, my called Confidence 52. And that is a list of 52 things that you could give away. I mean, 52 things that you could do to boost your confidence instantly. And so that's what I give away in this show.
1: Yeah. It's, that's a perfect example.
0: Yeah. 52 things you could do to boost your confidence instantly. So again, if you wanted to download, uh, uh, Jackie's uh, gift here the uh, 20 factors that, uh, tip to scale in your favor to get booked on podcasts, uh, you could go to dailyconfidenceshow slash gifts and then, um, Get and download the tip there. Now, Jackie, how do you actually help people? Talk about, um, um, please, uh, on how you help people to get on radio shows and all these podcasts and the rest of it.
1: So we talked about how challenging it can actually be to go find those all those radio shows and podcasts. But we really wanted to make it easy for people. So we created something called Tunity Radio Insider. And what that does is it gives people 25 radio shows and podcasts every month that are looking for guests like you, meaning people who have a mission and a message of something to improve people's lives, their business or the planet and all of these shows have been called from the 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 list that we use for our radio podcast tours so we know that they're real they're not people looking for politics they're people looking for guests that have something of value to their audiences and so we've called out 25 and just keep going and every 20 every month you're going to get two tip sheets with about 12 to 13 or 14 in each one that will have podcasts and, 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 and radio shows for you that make it really, really easy for you to submit yourself. We've given you now how to write the pitch letter, what to do, this is where to go. And it's only $35 a month. It's really inexpensive. It makes it simple. And you're not breaking the bank. And just keep going getting them and keep pitching yourself. And you're going to get these interviews. I mean, we've got some great testimonials on the pages about people that have used them. We actually, a lot of times, publicists actually um, will will uh, add, add this on because it expands their reach. And it gives them new podcasts and radio shows they didn't even have. So um, it's a great tool to get you started again. You know, if you don't have time and you know, you don't want to go researching for all of this stuff, we've made it so simple for you.
0: So with only 35 bucks a month, you expose them to the entire list of these shows and they get to respond to them and, and apply and get on the shows
1: 25 a month. Just, tw- you know, so, but it will, if you add it up, you're, what are you looking at? You look like 300 a year and, you know, keep going. So if wow. you, know, you keep you busy with show opportunities.
0: So again, for those of you that are listening or watching, she can get you exposed to the entire list of all these radio shows, podcasts, and summits that are coming up for a mere 25. Was it 25 or 35? 35. $35 a month, you get the list and you get to apply to them. And then um, I I think that a lot of this small business owners are not using and taking advantage of the shows and the media that are out there. And with the help of someone like Jackie, you could do this very easily. And with like 35 bucks a month, that's a no brainer, right? I mean, you just create, I mean, she shared the entire process of, what you need to have in your media kit and with your pitch letter and whatnot, just go review the show again and get on, uh, download her free gift and sign up for the uh, what you might call it this thirty-five bucks a month only um, what you might call it uh, service that helps you get exposure to an entire. How big is the list, Jackie? By the way.
1: Well, it, 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 like I say there's twenty five a month, but it we pull from a much bigger list of about five oh, so yeah. thousand. you know so that uh, gives you
0: massive, massive exposure to all the shows that are and are they in Canada or in, in u s or
1: yes, u s and Canada? Everything Beautiful. we do is u s and Canada.
0: Beautiful. So I think this is a simple way, and that's why when I talked to Jackie a few weeks ago, But like Jackie, you've got to be on the show and share your message and your service with my audience uh, because she just makes it a lot easier for you to get on these shows. And um, Jackie, tell us about a couple of examples of of what I could promote on a show, right? Can I promote a startup? Can I promote uh, a a summit? Can I promote a product or service? Can I just go in and share my own message? What are the possibilities?
1: Well, the one thing I will tell you is that some of these shows tape at one point and then they air sometime later. So I don't recommend doing timely things unless you're just going to broadcast radio. So I don't okay. recommend doing summits or um, events unless you're just going to broadcast radio. Uh, the rest of it, it, you know, usually is going to spin out and it's going to sit on people's um uh, uh, archives and other people are going to come for them. So I would say sp- with things that are evergreen and that might be a program that you're offering. Um, if you're doing a startup, what the value, what, what the value proposition of that startup is, edu- don't forget to you have to educate in the interview and then you lead to what your product, your product or your startup offers. Um, and then, um, you know, a book is a great thing to promote, um, a, um, uh, a, uh, I'm trying to think um, it, just a free product that you have that, you know, is a great lead gen tool and you want to build the interview around that. Um, I'm trying to think what films are great. Uh, we just did We just did a film this um, last month where we got 64 interviews in two days because it was topical and, and hot. Um, uh, I'm just trying to think some other things that are um, subject matter. Great. Um anniversaries you know if there's an anniversary coming up that you're tying into um the anniversary of the um you know of um i'm just trying to think um uh, women women uh, the women's um uh, the women getting the vote um yeah. something like that find that find a hook to that yeah
0: Got it. So gang, uh, uh, for, to get Jackie's gift and to get her links, uh, share them all in the show notes. But if you go to, um, daily Show slash gifts, you will see all of her links uh, listed in there and you can uh, take advantage of her free offer, the free gift of 20 factors that can help you scale in your favor and get booked on a podcast and, um, get access to her program, which she helps you, I get exposure to a list of, uh, uh, what you might call the podcasts and radio shows and summits. So that's that, um, Jackie, where can people find out more about you?
1: Um, there are two websites that are really useful. One is, um, conscious mm-hmm. The other one is, um, uh, speakertunity.com. And then anybody is welcome to reach out to me at Jackie at speakertunity.com.
0: Fantastic now jackie here's the last question i have for you if you had a facebook ad that the entire planet could see it what would that ad say for you if you had a message for the entire planet
1: well for me it was don't hide your light under a bushel get out and speak be visible deliver your message because you're robbing the world of your gift if you do not so it would be step into the stop spotlight and be who you are and help others and serve others when you do
0: fantastic um jackie it was a pleasure to chat with you thank you for sharing your message for those of you that joined us late you could go to dailyconfidence.show slash gifts to download jackie's uh, gift that she shared with us about how to get on podcasts and uh, if you want to get in touch with her. We got a great offer in our gift page uh, as well for you. The link again is dailyconfidence.show slash gifts. Now, uh, for those of you who are new to our show, I share uh, my uh, link, uh, my gift, which is the confidence 52 checklist. And that's a list of action items and things that you could do to boost your confidence instantly. You got 52 of them that you could pick and choose from. And uh, you can download that on the link uh, on our dailyconference.show website as well. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching and listening. If you have any questions, uh, feel free to comment on the show or uh, get on our website and send us a message. Or reach out to Jackie and ask your questions and she will get back to you and t- answer your questions. And once again, Jackie, thanks for joining us. My name is Mustafa Husseini your host for Daily Confidence for Entrepreneurs. See you in our next episode. Bye now.